0: The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, health care, and other topics impacting our communities. And now, here's your host of Lead Tennessee Radio, Lavoie Knowles. Hello, I'm Lavoie Knowles the Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association, and I'm excited to be back for the new year of Lead Tennessee Radio. Kicking off our 2021 season is Lisa Cole. Lisa is the CEO of Ben Connect, which provides broadband and related services to parts of 11 counties in Middle Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank
1: you so much for uh, allowing me to be here.
0: Our topic today is a unique project Ben has undertaken one that uses broadband to serve our veteran population, and it's called the Virtual Living Room. Let's start by you sharing with our listeners what need you recognize in the community that started this project. Well, the
1: first thing I want to say is um, in Spencer, Tennessee, which is a very small rural town um, in Tennessee, and you know our cooperatives serve a lot of those locations, but this town, this county of Van Buren has a veteran count that's almost 10% of the entire population of the county. So in Van Buren County, there's right at 600 veterans that live there. And so if you couple that with the fact that Spencer is a little over an hour and a half away from the Alvin C. York VA Medical Center in Murfreesboro and two hours from the Nashville VA Medical Center and um, its uh, it was a no-brainer, to be honest with you. And uh, we just um, began speaking with the folks and the veterans of the American Legion Post of two, um, 207, and they're so active in the community and they help the veterans so much that we really just thought that um, it would be a good opportunity for us to participate. And then I'll also say we had seen Keith Gabbard uh, of McKee, Kentucky. He's with People's Rural Telephone Cooperative at an NTCA meeting talk about their virtual living room. They had the first one in the country, and it just really resonated with me what a valuable service this would be for the veterans in our service area. And so, and then you know, when you add to the fact that the post commander in Spencer, uh, Hansel Moore, is an RN at the um, Alvin C. York VA Medical Center in Murfreesboro, it was almost like the perfect storm coming together—the need and the opportunity and the right connections.
0: So. That is fantastic, Lisa. It's it's amazing to realize that 10% of the population in Van Buren County are veterans. And it shows you the dedication and uh, Americanism that uh, folks in, in our rural areas have, and our veterans have given so much uh, from themselves and their families. And so, anything we can do to uh, make their life easier, I think is is definitely a step in the right direction. So, getting back to the virtual living room. So, what is it exactly? What are you What are you doing? What What are the details of the program?
1: Okay, so. Uh, the virtual living room is actually an FRS grant program, and CoBank is the exclusive sponsor of this grant, and it combines the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs resources, FRS resources, resources which are amazing, plus the grant, and local support to encourage you know veteran use of advanced medical technologies. Um, of course, there's a grant application to complete, but it's not overly arduous. And, you know, if you are awarded, if your project is awarded, it will help provide the items needed to make the virtual living room operational. And, and by that, I'm saying, you know, if there's a need for a computer or speakers or, or a nice camera, because you're going to have to have great audio visual to be able to have these telemedicine teletherapy um, visits at the at that location, you know, but it's also it's an opportunity for us to help make a difference in our communities for those individuals that had such a profound impact through their service through our country and and indirectly to us um, in our lives. So we just viewed it as a great opportunity to work with these folks that even now continue to work so diligently and so hard in our communities
0: that's great i know that i had seen um uh read a little bit about the project in kentucky and uh, i want to commend you and the folks have been along with for taking this project on and being the number two um uh, site in the country and um also, for the Foundation for Rural Service is a huge supporter of projects in the rural market as well. And, and the Veterans Administration uh, definitely, um, of course, supports our veterans also. Um, so, what effort did it take on your part and your staff to make this a reality? Is there anyone particular in your team that, that um, particularly worked uh, with the veterans and, and the FRS uh, to make it happen? Well,
1: I'll tell you, um, to start with, Pam Becker, who is the FRS Executive Director, shared so much information and gave us so much insight when we began looking at this grant and talking with her and and actually so much encouragement as well and and just saying, listen, you you know, you can do this. It's not... um, it's not going to take a long time, and, and then, you know, the results that it will yield are just unbelievable. But as far as on our team, um, our installation repair technician, Travis Hillis, actually went to the building and connected the service at the American Legion Post for Ben Loman, And then Chris Entracchio, who is our IT manager, he actually came to the building, set up the computer And the speakers and the camera system set up the printer because we knew that a printer would be needed if um, they had additional instructions that needed to be downloaded, you know, exercises or whatever would be needed to perform at home. And so he set all of that up. at the um at the American Legion post building and then that day that he was there our former employee Tony Turner who is the adjutant at that post was there and so it was kind of like an old home day because he got to help fish the lines across um across the top of the ceiling and uh it was um it was just a tremendous day we we had so much um so much fun. Brian Kell, he really helped with the new sign that was there. The Our Channel 16 came and filmed the ribbon cutting. And then from the post side, I'll just tell you one of the things that they did is they had this building that they had uh, had moved into, and they staged a massive renovation of this facility. And it is just Amazing the things that they have done, but they have donated thousands of hours of time, not to mention resources, building supplies, those things. And Danny Mabel, and Larry and Audrey Schultz, and Patrick Dwyer, and Lawrence Boucher, and Hansel Moore, and Danny Moore, and Les Conway, and Tim and Joel Taylor were all very, very instrumental because once we told them that for the virtual living room, there had to be a private space because of the HIPAA requirements, they actually added another room inside their building so that this could be accomplished. And so there was just so much camaraderie working together, um, You know, and even, uh, you know, Mr. Moore, who is the post commander that works at the VA Medical Center in Murfreesboro, he spoke to his um, supervisor and then Mr. James Burge. He helped coordinated some of the efforts on behalf of the VA. And so everybody that we worked with was just completely committed to making this happen. There were so many, you know, businesses um in the in the community that helped donate um funds as well as far as on the renovation of the building it was just um it was like it was meant to be i'll have to say
0: that's phenomenal i, I know that um uh all your uh employees at have, have been are very proud of the project but it sounds like it was a not only a a team effort internally but it's also a community effort um outside and that's that's what makes a project worthwhile and makes it pro makes it makes it a success is when you have all the community uh that is supporting a project like this and sounds like you had everybody up there just about was had a had a handle it
1: it was it was just simply amazing and even the day that we had the ribbon cutting ceremony just to kind of officialize it but you know it was already open for use um, so many of the Post members were there. They were on course. They were sprucing up, getting ready to showcase their location. But even their oldest member, who was in his early 90s, was there early. He sat there all morning throughout the festivities and just offered support. And it was just amazing. You know, it was a day that we actually came and thought that we were going to be helping the veterans you know, that we walked away feeling like they had completely just appreciated us. They were so respectful and so solicitous of our needs. And um, it's, um, you know, all of the Ben Lomond individuals that were there just walked away saying, you know what, that's probably one of the most special events we have ever attended um, in all of our service with Ben Lomond.
0: That's great. When you have a project that words can't express uh, your appreciation and your uh, sense of accomplishment, that's what makes a project really worthwhile in the community. And that doesn't happen sometimes when it's in, a, in an environment that that is not a rural area that where everybody knows everybody, they know what they need. Then when somebody comes in in a system like this, they they just it, it's just a phenomenal project, and I, I'm I'm just so proud proud to that that I live close by. I'm not a veteran, but I appreciate what the veterans have done and um, appreciate Bill Oman and FRS and the Veterans Administration for putting this project together. Um, how has the reaction been uh, since your grand opening? Has, has there been a lot of veterans served uh, after the uh, grand opening?
1: There have been a handful of veterans that have used it, but I guess one of the other things that have really come out of this and the post is of course in a covid time um it is uh, they're still actively getting the word out and they you know they have new folks calling with questions and a good thing about the American Legion post there in Van Buren County is you don't have to be a member or a veteran to come and to talk to them about different services and things and um So it has, I guess, heightened the awareness of the post there. But then the other thing is there were several members of the surrounding communities that were there the day of the ribbon cutting. And, you know, they have been expressing an interest in offering something similar in their communities as well. And so we've already worked with Post 99, which is in Sparta, and they have a beautiful building right across from the courthouse down in Sparta, and they have a museum, and their county veteran services officer is located in that same building, but they actually have a room set up and we have worked with them on their broadband connection. And, and actually one of the really nice things as well is that these posts work so closely together. If some, if one of the posts have resources that the other post needs, um, they're, they're so willing to share. And so in this case, there was a conference table that was donated to the, um, Sparta post and a desk and some other items That they needed to make their room work, but they actually have individuals in White County that were traveling to Nashville for group therapy, and they have decided and they have spoke with the folks at the Veterans Administration in Nashville as well, and they're going to try their group therapy session right there in that room in White County and save them all that trip to Nashville and back. And so, I guess again, it's just heightened the awareness. And, uh, you know, we are working with um, the counties in our service territory to try to make this happen as well for them.
0: That's great. I I knew that, of course, most of us have heard about telemedicine, but I I guess this is a a first for me and teletherapy. Um, Is it it, what other things besides those two um, benefits is it allowed? Does it allow a veteran to come in and, and Look for jobs or just general internet use, or is it restricted just to, to uh, health care issues?
1: No, that you know, they do have access to the computer. And actually, when I spoke with Mr. Um, Hansel Moore, who's the commander in Spencer, he said that what they were hoping to do is a lot of the veterans have family members that are in the service and are serving overseas, and they're hoping to set it up so that they can also have, um, you know, some, you know, interaction with their family members via the computer. Another really positive thing that I will tell you that happened is at Christmas time, of course, there were no visits to the nursing home in Spencer, and so one of the members of the post actually was in front of the camera, and he actually visited with about 25 members of the nursing home Um, and they had Santa visits, and it was just phenomenal, the response to that, Um, and and I will tell you that this post in Spencer, one of the reasons that we started with them is they're such an active post, and they do so many things in the community, and for the community, and for their veterans, and so they're located at 158 Spring Street in Spencer, and their number is 946- 0207 and their post 207, so that's kind of easy to remember. And um, so they have just done so many things, but also at their post, they have other services that they provide that this broadband connection really helps them with. Um, they have anger management classes, they have employee assistance, you know, working as far as job skills, helping their veterans locate a job. Um, They have addiction behavior classes, and then they have some folks, uh, some of the veterans help with small home repairs. They build wheelchair ramps for the veterans that need those. Uh, They also have classes right there in the post building, and and like I said, the the connection just really helps with these things. They, They do arts and crafts and different hobbies. Uh, They've learned about the Constitution. They're learning about um, just health care in general. Um, They have CPR classes. They have medic training. They offer chaplain services. They do buddy checks as well. And um, uh, all of those things are services that they offer, but they also continue to serve the community. They they participate in the local parades. They have Memorial Day and the 911 programs. you know they have breakfast with santa for the local children there at the post and they work at the local food distribution they have movie nights and they use a the broadband connection to you know watch a movie and just uh, they have, they have a pool table and they have game nights and they just offer a, a tremendous variety of social engagement opportunities for the veterans and just and the community in general and um you know we we are happy to be a small part of that
0: that is fantastic lisa i, I never realized that the uh, the veterans post did all those things for the, for the for their members number one and number two for the community um that's really a yes. full full time effort um uh, there's there's lots of uh, activities there and and um, no matter what you're interested interested in uh, you you got a possibility of um Finding something you like to do and, and I think that's part of the thing is keep keeping them all busy and and oh, um, absolutely yeah so that is that is a fantastic project and congratulate you again on on the work you've done. Now you, you've mentioned about uh, the post in Sparta is attempting to uh, do the same thing or very similar and I'm sure other They areas... are connected.
1: Yeah, they are connected oh. already.
0: So, Spark, oh, we actually
1: had a ribbon cutting planned in December, but it was right after the governor issued his executive order about social gatherings and and things, and so we we have postponed that.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Well, for other areas that you're not involved in and Ben Lomas uninvolved in, how, how would you get started applying for one of these grants and and what advice would you have for a, another telephone company or a separate um, group that wanted to apply? for the grants that would um, maybe ultimately realize the virtual living room?
1: Well, I guess the first thing that I would suggest is, you know, assess the need in your community. You know, and are you located more than an hour from a VA hospital, which is part of the criteria. But, you know, first and foremost, assess your need. And if you have an American Legion post, I know the, the post, uh, the virtual living room, excuse me, in Kentucky is located in their county library. And um, so assess your needs. Make sure that you have a good partner to work with to make this happen. And for this, you know, if it becomes a reality that it's continuing to meet the need and it's accessible, and uh, you know it's serving those veterans that you wanted to serve, um because that is so important. So find that community partner, locate a venue, um, initiate conversations with a local v a. And you know, once we started this, we found out that actually that process was much easier than we. Thought it was going to be, and it didn't hurt anything that uh, Hansel Moore again is a registered nurse at a VA facility that uh, that really helped um, you know open some doors for us as well, and then apply for the grant and um, you know apply it's it's not a lengthy application just um, you know know your area do your homework. And, you know, if you're successful, then share your story. Share your story Um, and just get the word out. Just get the word out. I will say that with the virtual living room at the post in Spencer, that is the first telemedicine, teletherapy site in an American Legion post in the state of Tennessee. So they were really excited to, you know, learn about the process and to understand how we can, you know, escalate this in, in a pretty rapid clip to other posts around the state. Um, it was um, it was a terrific day, I'll just say, the ribbon-cutting day. It's And it's, of course, always a terrific day when you can work and feel like you're helping someone.
0: Right, exactly. And again, congratulate you and Benaloma Connect for the work you've done. And um it sounds like the community and, and the American Legion and all those involved are are enjoying the results of your efforts. So again, congratulations. Yes. Is, is there anything else you want to uh, mention before we kind of wrap up the show today?
1: Um, I, you know, I, I know I mentioned telling your story, tell your story. You know what? And when you do good things will happen because people will hear and then it's shared and, um, And again, we we never dreamed when we started this journey that we would be talking to all of pretty much the counties that we serve the bulk of to provide this very same service in each one of those counties. And uh, it's just, you know, that open line of communication and, um, you know, that desire to give back to those that have given so much for us.
0: Right. Well, again, uh, that's a great project, and and thanks for sharing with us and allowing us a few minutes today on uh, Lead Tennessee Radio to uh, to share your story. And I think that is uh, the uh, the part of the part of the need is to get the story out to the folks that are have done the work. So again, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. My guest today has been Lisa Cope, CEO of Ben Lomond Connect, and you're listening to Lead Tennessee Radio produced by the Tennessee Broadband Association, cooperatives, and independent companies connecting our state's rural communities and beyond with world-class broadband service. Thank you very much for listening today.